welcome to Real Talk with Brandon. I'm Brandon. We're talking. This is real. Welcome to Real Talk. So today, there's some sort of a beer-themed pandemic going on outside. So I figured, they're all sick about hearing it. So let's talk about something similar to that, but that isn't it. And of course, we're talking about dinosaurs. Now, dinosaurs, you might ask? How the heck is that related? And very, very, very loosely, because, you know, the virus causing the pandemic is an RNA virus. And guess what else had RNA? Dinosaurs. Segway. Here we go. Now, you might be asking, what's a dinosaur? And you might also be asking, I know what a dinosaur is. I'm not like two years old. I'll have a brain. I'm a smart boy or girl. But, you know. I'm going to tell you because this is what I do. I inform people. Now, you dinosaurs, there's a group of reptiles in the clade Dinosauria. So basically, all those things in that clade, those are your dinosaurs. Now, there's a lot of things that we think are dinosaurs but aren't because they're not in the clade. You know, your pterodactyls, they're not dinosaurs. They're just flying reptiles. Your mosasaurs, your liopleurodons, dins, duns, dindons. Well, guess what? They ain't dinosaurs. Why? A lot of reasons, mostly anatomical. So I'm just going to leave it at that because I don't want this whole podcast to be why are sh- these things not dinosaurs? Because newsflash, it's a lot of things that aren't dinosaurs. Unfortunately, I'm not a dinosaur. You're probably not a dinosaur. Unless you're some sort of bird listening to me right now, you ain't a dinosaur. Fun fact, birds are dinosaurs, so they're not extinct. So uh, yeah, America, national animal, is a dinosaur pretty badass we're not the only one because mexico has also got a dinosaur as their national animal and other countries like germany do too so even though they're all eagles what's up what's a country i think dominica's got a parrot so ha that's another one not all eagles not all eagles also i think the emu as along with the kangaroo is australia's national animal so yeah now you still might be in shock like what so you're saying That pigeon that keeps shitting on my car is a dinosaur. So yeah, your car probably has got some dinosaur shit on it. So uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Now, you might be saying, the dinosaurs went extinct. A meteor hit them. They're all dead. And I'll be like, they didn't all die. So the smaller bird-like ones, smaller mammals, were able to survive the catastrophe that did happen when the, the, I think it's called the Chicxulub meteor, decided to crash into Mexico. Because that's what meteors do. They crash into Mexico. Maybe not just Mexico, but for our purposes, we're going to say just Mexico. So that happened. Ash was spewed up into the air. It blocked out the sun. It killed a lot of the vegetation that sustained these larger dinosaurs. Your larger dinosaurs ended up dying. Without these big herbivores to feed your big carnivores, they die. And then just a lot of death. So most of the big boys ended up dead, except for the little boys. So the little boys were able to survive. So your little mammals, your little dinosaur bird things, they lived. So congratulations, they're still dinosaurs, but they're birds. Also mammals. That's why we're alive. Yay for us living. Now, if you're still skeptical, you might be like, Okay, Brandon, you might be talking real, real talk. With Brandon, real talk, real. But all these bird things I see, they got feathers. 
I don't see dinosaurs with feathers. Checkmate, sir. And you know what? If it was 10 years in the past, you'd be right. Also now, if you're watching any like big media franchise with dinosaurs. But unfortunately for you, science, bitch. Because guess what science says? Dinosaurs had feathers. It's pretty crazy, but it's true. Like, seriously. So a lot of the dinosaurs, you know, actually have feathers. Like, look it up. Like, just look up the pictures. It's, they look really cool. So, interesting. Now, I'll be first to say, caveat, we're not sure all dinosaurs had feathers, but a few of the favorites did. You know your velociraptors from Jurassic Park? Those bitches had feathers. You know the motherfucking T-Rex? That shit's got feathers. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's mostly the uh, theropod dinosaurs that are known to have feathers. And some other lineages have been speculated to have feathers as well, but we're not sure. So now we could go on about how dinosaurs are birds and cool. Let's just go on about some dinosaurs. That's what everyone likes, the dinosaurs. So let's, let's start with the big boy, the motherfucking T-Rex. Everyone loves the motherfucking T-Rex. So why not just start with him? Now, T-Rex is short for Tyrannosaurus Rex, which means Tyrant Lizard King in Latin, which is pretty cool. There's some Latin in there. To be fair, every scientific name is in Latin, so that's cool, but, you know. Now, your T-Rex lived in the Cretaceous period, right up until, uh, well, all the dinosaurs kind of started to uh, not live. So, yeah. Now, anyways, your T-Rex is what is known as a theropod dinosaur. So, it's like the upright, two-leg walky ones. And they are pretty sure that these guys had feathers. So, that was really cool. Now, T-Rex is a big boy. Like, a very big boy. It's like 40 feet long and like 12 feet tall. It's a big boy. So, this guy is one of the biggest predatory dinosaurs we know of. Not the biggest, but one of. But it's just the it's the poster child. This is the dinosaur. Now, anyways, there's actually a fun theory that it's actually a scavenging dinosaur and it only ate dead things or other animals' kills. But that's a debated topic. Some think it did just kill things itself. Others is a scavenger. The most likely one and the most accepted answer is it's a little bit of a mix. It would do both. Now, T-Rex lived in what is now North America, the western part of it, and uh, hunted a bunch of cool things, like ankylosaurs and other sauropods, maybe, and hadrosaurs. This is fascinating. Now, T-Rex is known for having a big head and little arms. You might be asking, why, why is it little arms? What's, what's the little arms? So, basically... Your T-Rex has little arms. And for a while, scientists weren't really sure what the tiny arms were. A lot of, a lot of them hypothesized they were just vestigial. But after some, uh, but after biomechanical analysis, it was kind of hypothesized that the small arms of it were actually pretty muscular. So there's about two theories about what their arms were for. One is, they used it to hold on for dear fucking life when they were fucking. You know why? Because, uh, you ever tried to fuck a T-Rex? 
it's 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 not a fun time. Well, at least for one, maybe for one of them, it's a fun time. But the other one, you're fucking a T Rex. That's that's just scary. So it was. So they held on and you know didn't fall off. I guess the second thing was they had to use it to hold on to whatever animal they're about to murder. So like they'd run next to it, grab onto them with their tiny arms, and then just bite their faces. Not their face, probably like their neck. But maybe the face, but not Triceratops' face, because that had horns. So there is another fun theory about T-Rexes, is that they were pack hunters. Now, this is pretty debated. The original paper that came out of this wasn't peer-reviewed at all, so... Great assault, but some of the T-Rex's relatives, such as a Tarbosaurus batar and Albertosaurus sarcophagus, have some uh, evidence that they were pack hunters. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that a T-Rex could have also been a pack hunter. Which would make sense, because a lot of its prey are really armored, such as your Triceratopses and your Ankylosaurs. They might need it to have worked in groups to kill them. Now, I think that's enough of T-Rex. T-Rex is, it's the big boy dinosaur. It's everyone's dinosaur, so we all know a lot about it. Now, I'm going to move on to a, not lesser known, but another dinosaur that doesn't get the... T-Rex treatment. So we're going to wait to one of my favorites, the Stegosaurus. Now, Stegosaurus, that term comes from the Greek stegos, which means roof, and of course, saurus, which every dinosaur has at the end, which literally just means lizard. Now, Brandon, why is it have the, the, the stegos in it? Why is it a roof lizard? And that's because it's got these giant ass plates. You've, we've seen Stegosaurus. These giant plates on its back. So that's why it's called Stegosaurus, because it's literally a shingle lizard. Fun times. But anyways, now, it also had giant tail spikes, which, you know, it's pretty menacing. And it was menacing because if anything's like, hmm, won't eat this little Stegosaurus, it's going to be like, nah, fam, I got tail spikies. And then it just stabs it. And then it dies tail spike stabbing. So you don't mess with Stegosaurus. You don't. Like, it's a herbivore, so it just eats plants. And it'll chill, but, like, you know, you mess with it, uh, you, you're not feeling too good the next day because you've been stabbed by a Stegosaurus. Now, other than the classic Stegosaurus tail stabby stab, let's talk about its other feature. It's sexy plates. Now... No one's really sure what these plates do, but they have some theories, and I'm going to go over those. But first, me talking about tail spikes, I totally forgot that the tail spike is actually called a thagomizer. I just think that's a cool word, and I totally forgot to mention it. Thagomizer. But anyways, so these plates, so the first theory that was thought of when it was discovered was that stegosaurus plates were used as a defense mechanism so you know big dinosaur try to bite it on the top is like uh nah fam i got plates here but that theory was dismissed pretty quickly as it was revealed those plates are kind of fragile so they wouldn't really function as armor and also they're only on the top part of its back so its sides are totally exposed now you could use a stagomizer to defend itself but it just doesn't seem likely that it was used as armor. Another theory is that it uses 
its plates to regulate its body temperature. It could flush blood into these plates and use them to uh, thermoregulate and cool its body off if needed be, which is something actually elephants do. The African elephants use their large ears for that purpose, as well as some other uh, extinct organisms like Dimetrodon. So that is another theory. And the third theory is it could be used as a display. It flushes blood into the plates and it causes them to turn a red color, which could be used as intimidation. And there's also a theory that it could also be used as a sexual display. But no one's really sure, so those are just some of the theories. Since we're talking about cool stasaurus theories, there's also this other one, which has mostly been debunked, but it would be cool if it was true, that they actually had a second brain. This would be in their hip. And basically, this whole theory was described because they have a structure about 20 times larger than their brain, which is notoriously known for being small. So basically, this led to the belief that, hey, maybe they have two brains, and the second brain was more of a reflex center for the rear part of their body. However, this is uh, proved as this space called, I believe, the sacrolumbar expansion isn't unique to Stegosaurus or even sauropod dinosaurs, and is also present in birds, and in that case, it contained a glycogen body, a structure which function is not definitely known, but it hap but it's postulated that it supplies glycogen to the nervous system. So who figures? Also, we could use this balance. So very multi-purpose, but we're not sure. And that's what happens when you're talking about a animal from the Jurassic period, like 150 million years ago. We can't exactly know everything. Let's go on from the Jurassic even earlier to the Triassic where dinosaurs first came from. And we'll go to one of my favorites. It's known as Coelophysis. Now, its full scientific name is uh, Coelophysis bari. Don't know if I pronounced that right. Anywho, this is a small theropod dinosaur. Looks a lot like a raptor. Which was from the late Triassic to the early Jurassic period. This animal pretty cool like it wasn't very big it was about three meters in length it was also a very uh slender animal so it was very lanky kind of looking it's been theorized again this one had feathers too because most of the theropod dinosaurs are pretty much proven they have feathers and most dinosaurs are believed to have feathers the only ones that didn't seem to be the anomalies actually Eucelophysis, they would, uh, they're carnivores. They had the teeth of a carnivore. They had little small, jagged, serrated teeth. And they're said to mostly eat, like, small lizard-like animals. Maybe a fish had been theorized. But they've also been believed to have been cannibals. Dun, dun, dun. So the adults would actually feed on the juveniles. Likely not the ones they laid, but that's not out of the realm of possibility. We're not totally sure if they were uh, animals which took care of their young, or they just laid their eggs and left. It's very possible they could eat their own babies. But maybe they didn't. Again, 
super old animals. We can't be sure of these things. Moving on, let's move on to another favorite. So we're going to do the Triceratops. But why the Triceratops, you ask? Because it's got, it's got three horns. It's a Triceratops. It's a cool boy. We're going to do it with a cool boy. Now, I'm going to let y'all guess what Triceratops means. What does that mean? All right, I'll tell you. Well, tri means three. Keros in Greek is horn, and ops means face. So, literally, Triceratops means three-horned face. Pretty straightforward. You know, that's a pretty cool name. Three-horned face, it's a horn boy. Now, what was the main purpose of these uh, three horns on its face? The three horn face. The basic showings of a Triceratops says it's used its three horned face to stab T Rexes, stop them from eating it, and you know, all that. And that was the original theory, but there's starting to be some doubt on that. But the more common theory now is more used as a way to identify species and for courtship and dominance. Like how uh, rams will ram into each other, or deer do the same thing with their antlers. It's used for that kind of way. Gain mates and favor in your group. Now, Triceratops, of course, this big guy. Like, it was about uh, 8 to 9 meters in length, and about uh, 3 in height. So pretty tall. That's 30 feet, and like 9.5 feet in you wanted to do American measurements. Why did I not do it? Because I am American. I don't know. One thing about it, though, is it's actually got the biggest skull of any land animal. So, yeah, it's three-horned face is the biggest face. It's period. Three horns don't even help. Now, your Triceratops, that's a herbivore. So, due to the fact it had a giant freaking head, it couldn't really raise its head much. So it mostly ate on uh, low-growing plants. Now, it is theorized it could have knocked down taller plants, you know, with its giant horned face, and, like, knocked down a tree. And then it could just be like, oh, tree leaves, and eat that. But, you know, there's no real evidence of this behavior, and it's just a theory. A game theory. Uh, it's not a game theory. This isn't a game. Also, fun fact, remember Land Before Time? Sarah is a Triceratops. Eh, eh, that's a pretty hot take right there. Just food for thought, people. Now we're gonna go from one rhino-like thing that charges things with its weird face to another thing with a weird-ass head. What, but what has a weird head, you might ask? Is it called a Pachycephalosaurus? I would respond, and you'd be like, yeah, that's probably it, and I'd be like, silence, but anyways. Pegicephalosaurus. Guess what that means in Greek? Well, it means thick head. Lizard. Because it's a saurus. So, uh, hatias means thick. I mispronounced that. Kefer, which I probably also mispronounced, means head. And saurus is lizard. Well, it's actually soros. But, I mean, I don't speak Greek. Cool if I did, but I don't. So, I'm assuming that's definitely 100% right. Anyway, another classic late Cretaceous dinosaur. This one's again from North America. Same with your T-Rex, your Triceratops. This one's known for its giant freaking dome on its head. 
So you had your uh, Triceratops with this crazy horn face, and then you got this guy with this giant skull head face thing. But the good thing about Pachycephalosaurus is big-ass crazy head is that it's actually the only reason we know it exists, because we only have head fossils of it. Now, some other Pachycephalosaurus, so like its cousins and stuff, we got some more complete fossils of them, and we make inferences off of those, but we actually don't have a full uh, on-specimen of that, so it's mostly inferred what its body shape actually was, but we're pretty sure it's a herbivore, but it's bipedal, kind of like a theropod, and it's not huge. Like, it's 14 feet long. It's not a small dinosaur, but it's not a huge one either. It's kind of like a middle-of-the-road dinosaur, at least size-wise. But, you know, it had a giant head. Now, what was in that giant head? It's brain. It's kind of an obvious one. Come on, people. Now, what did it use this giant head for? Nobody knows. I'm just kidding. There's theories, of course. First, most obvious one is that they used it like a ram would. And, like, hit each other on the head with their giant heads. Now, interesting theory. It's definitely based on behavior of other animals. But the problem about that theory is it's readily believed that their skulls actually aren't made and able to maintain that kind of impact. So, one, there's signs of scarring on fossilized uh, skulls of them meaning that it had actually do damage. Rams, muscops, they don't do much damage to each other when they're ramming each other. Furthermore, actually, their cervical and interior dorsal vertebrae have a neck which carries an S or U-shaped and rather than a straight orientation, basically meaning that they can't transmit the stress from the impacts as easily as a straight line. So they can't absorb the shock as well, so they could actually damage themselves from doing it. So, the other theory is they use a flank-butting type of uh, combat, which they basically just hit each other on the sides with their head, which would be, you know, safer for their necks and brains and probably not give them brain damage. Like, you think football's bad for your brain? Try head-butting each other with your giant weird head, yeah. So, instead of giving themselves brain damage, they decided to just smack them on the side. Very cool. Very cool. Now, should we switch to a new dino? Why not? Here's one that I always thought was pretty cool. It's actually very misunderstood. Its name is Oviraptosaurus, which means Egg Thief Lizard. Now, it's a group of raptor-related dinosaurs from the Cretaceous period. Just lived in, like, Asia and what's now North America. Now, these guys are actually considered to be pretty closely related to bird dinosaurs or avian dinosaurs, but, you know, that's what, that's what, that's pretty cool. Being related to birds and saying that most dinosaurs actually had feathers, or at least a good amount of them, we do actually have evidence for feathers in oviraptosaurids. One of the first things we have is we found bones that actually do have quill knobs, which are basically your anchor points for your wing feathers. So, there have been some uh, specimens with these quill knobs in the bone, so we can infer that they did indeed have feathers. As well as there's also been some impressions of feathers found in a preserved tail. There is actually good evidence that these dinosaurs had feathers, so that's really cool. 
Another really interesting thing is, no one knows exactly what they ate. They're called oviraptor, meaning egg thief lizard. So you think, oh, they ate eggs because, you know, that's a healthy breakfast. They got protein, some sunny side up, some scrambled eggs. That's a good meal. But fun fact, that was actually a very early uh, misnomer. So basically, the first specimen of oviraptor were found in like a nest of eggs. And they're like, oh, obviously can't be there. It's just a big, scary bird, predator, dinosaur man thing. So I guess we have to assume these guys raided nests and ate the eggs. But <laughs> later on, people kind of realized, oh, wait, it was actually on its own nest. So it's actually pretty good uh, parent mom. So, like, so it was a good mom, but apparently everyone thought it was just some kind of asshole that ate babies. Next time you find someone who eats babies, maybe they're just a good mom. Unless it's a guy. that make them a good dad. Maybe they just eat babies. I don't know. But there's evidence they eat, like, small lizards and maybe smaller, like, adult or baby dinosaurs. But not eggs. We don't know about eggs. So they only eat babies when they're not born. So, you know, hindsight, that's pretty crazy. Such a good mom. And then it thinks it's eating its babies. Like a nice baby sandwich. Even though they didn't have bread in the dinosaur times. They had, like, I think they had, like, pita, maybe? I don't know. Probably didn't have pita. Anyways, off topic again. All right. So, over after. Very cool. Little basic thing on it. But I just think it's a cool... And well, that whole story with the fact that they think it actually ate its babies, I find funny for some reason. I think we should, you know, do another classic. And uh, we haven't done any sauropod dinosaurs, which I find crazy. For those who don't know, sauropods are the big long neck dudes. You know, if you watched uh, Land Before Time, that's your little foot. Yes, sauropod. Or long neck, as they call it. Now, I'm going to pick Barachiosaurus because it's just a cool boy. Cool boy, Goyle, and you know, Brachiosaurus means Greek for arm lizard, because uh, Brachion in Greek means arm, and Saurus means liver. I said liver, not lizard. This is dumb. Anywho, now these guys were like the giraffe elephants of the past, because they were fat as fuck, and they had long necks, so they're just fat giraffe elephants. But, but they're lizards, but they're birds, but, you know, it, it's just the dinosaurs. They, they cool. These guys live in the Jurassic period, the Cretaceous period. So these guys lived for a while. And these guys are just freaking massive. Huge. You know, we're going to probably talk mostly about Brachiosaurus Othorax, which is cool. Now, I just kind of looked at my things and just realized the arm lizards, because it has giant fucking arms proportional to, like, its body. But it has nothing to do with its crazy-ass neck. No, that's pretty cool. Now, this thing has been thought to be, like, from up to 59 to 69 giggity feet long and just have a weight of, like, 58 to, like, 28. I'm doing that backwards for some reason tons because it's just a big it's just, just freaking huge man 
What do you even do? What are you, what are you even gonna do about that? You see one of those coming towards you? You just get stomped on. You dead. Is huge. How tall is it? You might ask. Eh. They figure it's about uh thirty-one feet. Is about the estimation, which is insane. Also, there's another species called giraffe titan. What I say, giraffe necked elephant big boy. Guess I'm basically a scientist, even though I kind of am. Anywho, so, your brachiosaurs, pretty cool. What did they eat? Leaves. Why would they eat leaves? Why won't they eat, like, children? Like little baby dinosaurs, like an over-raptor. I don't know. Leaves don't run away. Nah. They just evolved to be hard for boars. They're not really made for killing. Even though they could, but they, I don't think they would get as much energy killing. Due to just the way, like, energy dissipates from producers to primary consumers, secondary consumers, and that whole thing. So, they eat leaves. Now, interestingly, the way we imagine they eat leaves. So, basically, what we theorized is that they use a hindgut. Which is what a lot of, uh plant-eating animals do. Basically, they have a little gut they have packed with bacteria that will ferment the cellulose in the plant matter and make it so that the animal can actually digest it and get any kind of energy from it. Because cellulose is a bitch to break down. So that's why a lot of species have symbiotic bacteria to do it for us, because that's a pain in the butt, man. It's just hard. There's also a theory that they swallowed stones and it just kind of sat in their stomach and just kind of broke it down as their stomach churned but i think that theory is a little dated but could be true i'm not exactly 100 percent on that it'll bring it up now another cool thing is that there's a theory that they also had air sacs in them basically to help them make sounds and also like the sacks also help them to exchange gas way easier because you have to realize getting airflow into such a giant animal just through its like giant neck is a pain in the butt. So these sacks helped out. Also theorize that these are in their bones as well, which helped to kind of hollow them out and make them way less because the thing's always heavy as shit and it needs to lose some weight. So that's just the theory though. But yeah, this is a really cool animal. All dinosaurs were. And I think that's enough dinosaurs for me for one day. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Real Talk with Brandon. And I really appreciate you guys listening. And I like making these, and I'll continue to try to put them out. I've been just busy with school and corona. I should have said corona, but I just did, so we'll just deal with it. There's a lot. I don't have corona, but just the whole pandemic is stressful and it's making my life harder. It's making everyone's life harder, let's be real. But we'll get through it. I believe in you. You, person listening, I believe in you. But anyways, thanks for tuning in again, and see you next time. This has been Real Talk with Brandon.